at you from New Jersey, capital of misery, the place where metal forgot to die. Do you want to do that part? No. This is <laughs> this is the Here Lies Metal News Podcast. Uh, the podcast that brings you the origins, history, and culture of everything metal. I am still your host, Maledictus. And I am Samanthar. And we shall be your overlords for today and all of eternity. This is a news show. You haven't seen one of these in a while. You know You know why we stopped doing the news show, everyone? Why? Well, maybe like a few months ago, uh, YouTube stopped with the downvote. And I was very upset about that because I like the downvote because I have so many of them with the news here, as you know, as you've all given me, everyone loves the news. I, yeah, everyone loves the news. It gets it gets a lot of views, but they're all you know, for, unfortunately, hate views. But that's fine. You got to take what you can get. So when they stopped that, I was like, why am I? How, how am I going to like make money on this thing? Because you know, when I get downvotes from you, I make so much uh, monetization. Um, and if you know, it, so they stopped that. So I can't really make monetization anymore if if there's no downvotes because that's the only way I get any kind of you know. Um, interaction with the audience there and views for downvotes. And if there's no downvotes, no one's going to watch the Hero Last Metal News because they can't downvote it. So, like, why would they watch it? Therefore, I'm not getting any views and not getting monetization. But I got so much of it because of you guys. I mean, we're so rich now because of all the downvotes. But, you know, so not anymore. Like, you know, there's no monetization possibility now. But, you know, I'm just going to do this for fun because, you know, there's news to talk about. So, you know, I'm just going to do this for, for just for the shits and giggles, right? Like, that's why, you know, I'm going to do the news now. So... Um, All right, let's go. Uh, yeah, so what the hell? It's the news again. Uh, this is the new All New right. Here Lies Metal. Um, we'll start out as we used to do. We begin we with the obituary. Uh-oh. That's obituary the, section. Have, yeah, that's never good. And today's obituary is John Zizula, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Johnny Z, died yeah. at... 69 years old, co-founded Megaforce Records with his wife, Marsha, who passed away, I think, last year. Yeah, that, yeah last year. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I'm responsible for launching the careers of bands like uh, Metallica and Anthrax. Died uh, in his home in Florida. He does not, did not live in New Jersey he anymore. Not, you know, he was naturally but not in New Jersey. He was a New Jersey local, New yes. Jersey legend. Yes, he was you know, known for making the, um, the, 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 he was the, the old, the reason for the contribution of New Jersey to the original thrash scene. And if you, you know, you probably heard the story a million times from Metallica documentaries, but I'll tell you once again, um, you know, Johnny Z of course launched the careers of people like Metallica, Anthrax, and even Raven. Um, you know, he started by selling records. You know, if you were like an old guy in New Jersey, you knew this guy's record stand he had in New Brunswick. Um, it's called rock and roll heaven. It's a little before my time, but you know, if you're an older person, you never went. No, I think it was before my time. I never, that oh, was, it was closed by the time. Yeah, I were. think that was, I was probably like a little baby when that was happening. Um, but he would eventually form, um, Metal for Megaforce Records, of course, which would sign notoriously. He gave Metallica a chance, you know, Anthrax as well, you know, and he's even responsible for signing um, Chris Jericho's Fozzie, which, you know, you can't, it's, you know, you can't hit home runs all the time. And unfortunately, he's responsible for that, but, you know, you can't really blame him, you know. Um, This guy was, you know, responsible for, um, like I said, the thrash scene in New Jersey is is how he got it. you know, Metallica supposedly, according to like, um, I heard a story from Jim Florentine that, you know, he met them when they were living in, in John's, Metallica was living in John Zula's house 
and um, here in New Jersey. And, um, you know, of course, you know, and, and all you know, all those guys that were in that scene back then, they're probably all in their 50s and 60s now, you know, and they, they have this organization called the um, the Old Bridge Metal Militia. And basically it's it's basically a celebration of that one night we hung out with Metallica like 40 years ago, you know, and they still, they're still like reveling it's about that. It's a nonprofit. That. It's a nonprofit and it does good things. So we, we go to their things. I'm not sure what it does. I'm not sure what they do either, but it's probably something good. OK, I'm not bashing you guys. Uh, but yeah, that one night they hung out with Metallica back in like 1982. That night was so awesome. And you know, it's because of John Zulu. They have the Bulldozer Bash. Bulldozer Bash, which is fun. I, just, I suggest you all go to it. Probably one this year. Um, hopefully you can go to it. And None of that would be pop- possible without Johnny Z. Yeah, Johnny Z is the one that really made that happen. So yeah, and you know, you hung out with Metallica once in 1982 and you still celebrate it as a 60-year-old? That's fine. That's what you live for. That's I can't judge them. My, I have no right. What, have, what Did I ever meet Metallica? You would do it. Yeah, I probably would be doing the same thing. I'd be like, one night, man, through when I hang out with Metallica. That was awesome. You know, so I'd still be doing that too. So I'm not going to, you know, so they're awesome. You know, and I love going to their events. You know, a lot of good bands play and everything. So it's a lot of fun. And they're here because of Johnny Z. And Johnny Z did so much for the music. He put New Jersey on the map. You know, Metallica has a New Jersey um, origins and, and he is because of that. And, and it's because of Johnny Z. So he was, you know, he, he was one of the founders of metal as we know it, at, at, you know, especially in the thrash scene. So rest in peace, Johnny Z, one of the greats. All right. So next we have, um, this is, uh, well, well, I'll let you read this one. <laughs> So. Uh, K.K. Downing was insulted by Judas Priest's oh, short-lived no. four-piece lineup decision. So just as a little background, uh, K.K. has, of course, not been in Judas Priest for quite some time. Uh, their replacement for him was uh, Richie Faulkner. Yeah. That's his name, right? Richie Faulkner. <laughs> Who will come up later, but he's also a, a long-haired blonde man. But uh, yeah, Younger. Much younger. Photographs much younger. great, by the way. Best photographs I've ever taken. <laughs> um, and of course, Glenn Tipton, you know, he's been too ill to play with them live. And so they've been having um, Andy Sneap, uh, who's one of their producers, uh, fill in on the live role. So I think uh, KK was uh, miffed just from that back when they didn't ask him to fill in for Glenn. So yeah, but that, yeah, it was a controversy back then. But there was a little bit of a very strange happening recently, where uh, Juice Priest announced they were going to uh, tour uh, with only one guitar, with only uh, Richie, uh, and they were and they asked Andy to, to step down, and Andy didn't even seem too into it. <laughs> um, but then they quickly reversed that decision because it's like, what, you're going to have Judas Priest with one guitar? That yeah, seems crazy. Weird. That wouldn't really work. <laughs> it's kind of a two guitar band. And uh, KK Downing just wanted just wanted to speak out about this. What did he say? Oh, the, like this. the ongoing ballad of KK Downing, which never seems to end. So, so poor Corgate. You know, he, he expected once again. He expected to get a call, but he didn't get the call. <laughs> and he probably found out secondhand that they weren't using him as usual. It's poor, poor KK Downing. But you know, well, they would rather have nobody. They'd rather have nobody. Yeah, they apparently would have rather have just tour with one guitarist. And even though they're going to tour with two guitarists, it's still not going to be you. Um, so, poor kid. Here's what he said. You know, I'm going to read the quote here in the best, you know, crappy English accent I could do. I think I've got license to say that after spending a lifetime in the band and the image and everything that all shows and all the work and all the albums of everything, everything revolves around that. I mean, if you see. 
Glenn's red pants on if still. If you don't see. If you don't see Glenn's red pants. You know those red pants Glenn wears. Glenn used to wear. Um, it's not Judas Priest, right? Okay, I created the image of this, this. Listen to this, folks. Listen to the balls on this one. Okay, I've created the image of the flying V-guitar, long blonde hair, leather and studs. <laughs> I created that, mate. Downing affirmed before looking back to the legacy he's built when he added, it's easy to use the wheel, but inventing it is a different story. Okay, so so I got I got something to say about him Listen. being... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, no one thought before to have long blonde hair Never. and to play Never a guitar in that shape. Okay, do you have any idea how much, how many hours he put into that? He invented it. He invented leather too. He invented leather. He invented on a the wearing of leather, the studs, all that shit. <laughs> um. So okay. So I have a few things I want to say about that. That's claim. That, that's a giant balls claim statement. Okay. That takes a lot of balls to say that. And I think a lot. I think a lot of people might you know fight you on that. So okay. The show the flying V guitar has been around since. Early 60s, late 50s, I think, you know, uh, it's been around for a long time. So other, I I guarantee you other guitar players with long blonde hair probably used it before you. Uh, When did you start being on the scene? 1975, 1976, you know, playing on big stages and stuff, maybe? People noticed you? Um, I I, I could even say Michael Shanker of uh, when he was in Scorpions um, around that time, in the early, um, early 70s, I think. Um, had the flying V and the long hair, right? And he was, you know, star guitarist kind of guy. Or even when he was in UFO, I don't, I don't know. I, I just think of so many guitarists. Like, comment down below, people. I uh, mean, throwing out names, people. I just like that he's saying this. Clearly, just it's just straight jealousy. It is at this because point, it's sad again. Like Richie Faulkner, he does have kind of that air about him yeah. that, that is reminiscent of K.K. Downing. He's like so much more energetic than K.K. He is better looking than K.K. Downing he's, he's ever was. Better, he's better at everything. So he's just like a a younger, better version of him and he and he just can't help but, you know, be upset about that. I mean, I guess we can all relate to that. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> I know we can't, we can't all have everything we want. Maybe we'll be a little bit, you know, sore, but we'll be a little bit bitter about it. Um, but for, I, oh, go ahead. I will say, I I'd also do kind of uh, empathize with them because, I mean, think about it, you know, like, they'd rather have, like, the producer guy who didn't really have, like, the look. No, like he's Like, he's talking about the looks on stage. He's okay. like, Glenn's red pants, and it's just like Andy Sneeps up there, and he's, like, bald and looking like whatever. Right, right. He and it's like, like, like you know, he's just sure. not, you know. Sure. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's approaching this very superficially, like, Andy Sneep doesn't look the part. I yeah. looked the part. When, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in his day, that was everything. Looking the part was everything. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, we didn't have the internet. Like, you had to, like, back then, you know, back in the day of concerts, even in the 80s, like, you had to, you, all you had was your look. You know, that, that mm. meant, so, visuals meant so much back then because you didn't have anything else. So, but, you know, but I, I don't think, like, I never thought KK was that impressive a guitarist. I think most of the work was Glenn. The solos yeah. and everything, like he was just kind of there. Like I never really looked at this guy as as this great guitarist, you know. Whereas um, Richie is, is is playing the leads now. I mean, he's like a really good guitarist. Like he's doing. He, he can play that lead while having a heart attack. Uh, he did, and he and he did. <laughs> he literally played a lead literally while did. having a heart attack. So like I I don't know why you keep like dude like and you know why this guy left. This is kind of funny. He um wanted to make like um like a high-end golf course apparently I read somewhere 
and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a golf course. I'm quitting this bad. I'm gonna make some big money having a, like a, I, sort of like a like a Donald Trump kind of golf course." I mean, I feel like there's definitely something, some part of the story that's missing because clearly he wants back in the band. Yeah, he literally released an album last year. His band called KK's Priest. That's a sad. Okay, and sad. it's got uh, it's got what's his name on uh, it. Who is in that? Uh, one of the drummers from Judas Priest. It's Banks. got the the singer. Oh, oh, and that guy. Oh, what's his name? Um, Ripper Owens. Ripper Owens. Right. It's um, got him. Like he's literally. He's just trying to do. He's. It's, he called it KK's Priest. I feel like once you do that, you're never getting back in Judas Priest when you you do. You, you pull some kind of stupid that's, shit that's, like that. That's cringy. Like, man. don't do it. Uh, it's sad. It's fucking sad. It's, it was very sad. It, it makes me feel like it's like the constant and never ending ballad of KK down. Oh, I'm up on KK's but, priest. I mean, I, I do get it. Like he clearly, I'm sure he asked to be brought back, you and know, they, when Glenn got sick yeah, they weren't heavy. and they said, no, we're going to, we'd rather take our producer. And like, that's a big slap in the face. Yeah. Like we'd rather have this guy who looks nothing of the part, you know, like. Because it's like, we hate you, you know? Like, even, like, like I'm sure the fans would love to see him back. Sure. You know, people would be happy. Although the Boomer fans it would seems love to right. see him. Sure. So on one hand, I can be like, I understand you, KK. I just, I feel your pain. Like, I, you know, it seems like you should be in there, but you're not. Uh, on the other hand, he keeps whining about it. He keeps whining. It, it, which makes it even less and less likely that it'll ever happen. Yeah, you can't just keep whining about it. Um, and I bet you all the most 99% of Judas Priest fans want you back. Like, we're your only ones I mean, here. I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, we're, we're, the, we're probably the only ones here that everyone's like, shut the fuck up, you you idiots. I mean, if we can't have Glenn, there's no there's no yeah. replacement for Glenn. Yeah, Glenn is really... The, certainly not KK. Power. Yeah, you and, just don't have it. I mean, really, what we need is is Rob Halford. Yeah, um, and, we're, and like I said, we're probably triggering a lot of people by saying this. Probably you guys know what the fuck you're talking. But the guy's just never done anything for me. Like, he's just kind of there. But yeah, I mean, he left to form some to start some golf course, which failed. Like it went out of business. So mate, he's like, "Oh, can I be back in the band now, mate?" You know, and you know, like I suppose it's stupid. Why did you leave in the first? Like they didn't ask you to leave, as far as I know. Like you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna leave." I, I again, I feel like we don't know the story. Yeah, I don't know the full story, right? But like that's what I've heard, and you know, if the, the, yeah, you got to make your bed and lay in it, you know. I mean, Rob Halford didn't say anything negative in his Never autobiography, right, but it was a pretty diplomatic autobiography. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think he was trying to just be you know, so. PC on it. He didn't want to piss anyone off. Understandable. But yes, yeah, so I, I'm, you know, I, I hope to hear more whining from this guy so I can make more news about it. But yeah, I'm not going to defend this guy. And, you know, I know these Judas Priest fans out there, all you old boomers, and you're like, oh, he's the greatest. Uh, nothing special, man. The, the new guys. That, yeah, one thing about Judas Priest today, they're so good. Like, we, a lot of time, old bands are like, oh, you know, I got to sit to this old band. But they have mostly all younger members. You know, he's Rob and, you know, and there's and his, and his, yeah. and, 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 and Ian, you know, who, who are like Those these old men. But, you know, the drummer is, you know, probably a middle-aged guy, but he's a great, you know, he's been with the band since Painkiller. And, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a power behind that band. Like, he keeps that band so powerful. Uh, what's his name? Simon, uh, something? I don't remember his name, but, you know, he keeps that band, you know, and, and you got Richie, who looks great up there. And, yeah, and, and, and that's what keeps that band alive. And, and I love that they have new young members. That's one thing that's great about seeing them and me seeing this old man band. Like, I don't get like, oh, here we go. We're going to sit through this. This is boring because it never is boring. It's never boring when you see them. We're going to see them soon. Yeah. And and, and and they're great to see. And they have, they play their songs right. And I think it's all because, you know, they have young and new blood and they're just doing it so well. I got to so, say, I, I really am curious what happened with the whole announcement of one guitar and why they asked Andy to step down, and then they brought Andy back because it is going to be Andy. Oh, it's going to be Andy, okay. 
That's what it said. Okay. It's so like, what what happened there? Yeah, what is I mean, that? Yeah, I wonder, because they could have really gotten anyone, you know, like anyone available. Like right. they said they wanted only one guitar. Hmm. Why? Yeah, people would probably love to play with Judas Priest. I mean, you know, I'll play with you guys. <laughs> you think songs. you can play that? I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm playing like, if I'm gonna play like, you know, if if like, um, if Richie's gonna do all the solos and I just play the stupid rhythm parts, well, yeah, I could probably do that. I'd have to learn a lot of songs. I don't remember songs easy though. I forget songs. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So anyway, so that's that. So the ballad of of um, of KK Downey continues. Um, so the next story. What 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 is um what 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 is going what is going on here? Well, this is another apparently continuing story. Another f- ballad. Of uh, ex DSI guitarist Eric Hoffman just having a Facebook rant oh, no. against uh, Glenn Benton, current vocalist of DSI. Of you course, you know what they say. They say, "Get bent, Glenn Benton." <laughs> and I, I, this, I don't think this is not the first rant he's published. Mm-hmm. Not on either side. Uh, would you like to read the rant? All right. So, like, yeah, to lay to lay this down, like, why are they fighting? This has been going on for most of the century. Um, the Hoffman brothers, Eric and Brian, they left the band in 2004 due to royalty disputes. I mean, that, that happens a lot in bands. You know, that's my money. No, that's my money. And they wrote a lot of songs. They were very two talented guitarists um, that did a lot for that band. And, you know, Glenn Benton's, you know, probably a very difficult personality to deal with. And, you know, there was some problems there. So Eric and Brian went back to form Amon, which was the original name of Deicide. Um, and, and they that's kind of their Deicide in a way. So, you know, the feud has been ongoing since the split. But Eric, um, not not Brian, we don't know what Brian said, but Brian probably feels the same way. Um, he said um, he was very angry with uh, with Glenn here, and I'm going to read what, what uh, and you know, it's very, very venomous, this, what he said here. It's almost, it could even maybe get you in legal trouble, what he said here. Um, so so Eric says, um, I respect my fans. Is, is he a Florida, he's a Florida man, right? Yeah. Yeah, Florida accent, right? I respect my fans. I love my fans. Most people can't say that without them. I'll read it for you. Most people can't say without them. I'm in nothing without them. Uh, <laughs> After what happened with Glenn Benton, Glenn Benton fucking took Scar's royalties for 20 years and all the DSI merch. And I will find you and hunt you down like the animal you are. I have no label, and I did my last album for the fans out of my own savings, and we'll do it again without a label. Why don't you have a label, dude? Do it again. Do it again. Rex, I love it. I love it. You could probably get a label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of a big deal in in death metal. Um, I I now produce. I I, I now I now. This this part's kind of. uh, You ask a lawyer about this. This is okay. I now pronounce curse on his hairpiece. On your hairpiece. I hope your hairpiece burns. Uh, Hairpiece. Um, I I pronounce a curse on his hairpiece. Glenn Michael Benton. And you will be history soon. That's a threat, man. And and, and Steve Lahr, a new singer, Steve Asham, the drummer. Uh, um, I also remember. <laughs> I, 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 his, I don't know if this is like how he wrote it. Because the grammar is all kind of weird here. Also, no, that's how he wrote it. Okay, it's, the grammar is all, all over the place. But yeah, so it's hard for me to read because he's a Florida man. Grammar's all over the place, and I he's Florida man on Facebook. See, folks, that's why it's good to have grammar because I can't read it if you don't. I'm not that smart, so if you need to put all the right grammar so I can read it properly. Just keep going. All right. Also, remember this. There should be a comma there. I, 
I am deicide. With no commas, it's really difficult. It's confusing. Uh, and you are a disgusting individual that doesn't care about anyone but himself, Glenn. You're Amon. And, and now you're not good enough. I, I drew the lo- I drew the logo and came up with the name. That's, that's such child stuff. It was me. I drew the logo, came up with the name. Unbelievable. I am a mon. Suck it. This needs commas so bad. Suck it, Glenn. Suck it. Like, all you had to do is put some commas. Listen. And, and I wouldn't have been fumbling. He's a passionate guy. He wrote it out. Stream of consciousness. Commas. This is direct from his brain into Facebook. If That's you, how he thinks. That's what his thoughts look like. All right. If you overused commas, that would have been fine. Like, you, you without, you Listen. see, folks, commas. What I hate you, to be a grammar snob. What are you expecting? He's a Florida man. From Eric Hoffman. He's, Eric Hoffman. He's a Florida man. All right, so um, yeah, it, that, I mean that was kind of threatening. I mean, he threatened his hairpiece. Did he threaten his hairpiece? Did I get that right? Did I? Did he? Did he threaten to curse his hairpiece? He just cursed it. I mean, that could mean which doesn't really seem no. that grave to me. Yo, know, maybe the, the police, the authorities, don't recognize a curse as a threat. Probably not. Definitely, definitely not in Florida. So you can survive a curse to your hairpiece. Yeah, yeah, it's just your hairpiece. I mean, probably people have cursed Glenn Danzig's hairpiece, um, and he's still fine. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so he's angry, but this is like a, this is an ongoing food. And, and Ben is, is thrown, uh, um, venom at him as well. So I'm just saying Glenn Benton is not at this is, level. But, but here, here's, here's what Glenn. I think Glenn Benton's actually the mature one. You think so? In this. All right. Well, I mean, look. I don't know. I'm not a, a scholar on the deicide wars. No, here, but, uh, none of us are. Uh, <laughs> but Glenn didn't threaten any hair pieces. But and here's what you know, Glenn it's said, just, though, a few years ago. So this is kind of ongoing. Every time we do a record, they come out and make some kind of fucking announcement or something. Glenn told uh, into the Kanban podcast during an interview. Uh, Every time we do a record, I guess Eric loses his mind over there and he can't handle hearing us. So he's saying Eric is just jealous that Deicide, who who recently played um, um, Dingbats over here in New Jersey down the street. We missed it. Missed it. Damn it. We missed it. It was, it was, it was just no, last we're year. We're just true Hoffman fans. In the summer. You we know, won't, we team, won't, are you Hoffman heads? We don't heads? recognize it <laughs> or as Deicide. Folks, comment down below. Are it's you, not true Deicide. Yeah. I'm not, kidding. We don't, we don't care about, don't, no, we don't really have about. a strong opinion yeah. on Deicide. Uh, does anyone? Uh, I'm, I'm sure people do. I mean, like, you know, there's just kind of like. Yes, people do. Well, yeah, dude. I, you know, when I was younger, like my friend, I had a couple of like Ed Zord friends that used to like love Deicide and they used to recite the lyrics all the time. And I thought it was silly even back as a teenager. Teenage Maledictus was like, you guys are silly with this Deicide stuff. I didn't get it. But, you know, when you think of like the Florida Big Four, what do you think about? Do you think about Deicide? I, I don't think so. You think about Morbid Angel, right? You think about Obituary. You think about Cannibal Corpse. You think about Death, right? Like if there was a, you know, if we could make Death again, if there was going to be a Big Four Death Metal, that's, that's what it would be, right? Um, no, but you're not gonna have Deicide in there. They're kind of like Exodus, you know. Like, no, I'm saying Exodus is bad, but they're you know they're second string, big. I four. guess you're right. Yeah, they're not like they're not there. They're just not there. Okay. Um, you know, and, and Glenn Benton, he's kind of like Mister Super Edge Lord. He's and he's always just been edge lording. This I I found this on on Wikipedia. Um, so God knows if it's true or not. But but you know, according to this, this is this is just you know the the talkings of an edge lord. Okay, um, Benton reportedly stormed into Roadrunner Records, you know, into the A and R man, and and said and, and said to him, "Sign us, you fucking asshole." And the next day, they were signed. And this was um, in in nineteen eighty nine. So like that's the kind that of that sounds know, like a true story. Yeah. Sign, sign us, you fucking asshole! You know that's how you get signed, folks. Folks, if you want to get signed, run into that record label. Well, maybe and just tell them Eric Hoffman could use that advice. Yeah, Eric Hoffman. Yeah, you're not signed. 
Why did you ever listen to Glenn? Be- How did Glenn Benton get you signed back then when you were, you know, when you were just becoming DSI or just getting popular? He ran in there and told him how he feels. What do you, what did you do? Like, you're, are you saying that? You know, beta, beta. Okay. Oh Glenn, Glenn Benton, alpha. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but you know, you guys, you know, and, and I'm going to, we're going to get hate for this because every time we talk about death metal drama and there's always some kind of death metal drama and it's great. Like we talked about, um, um, Patty, Patty O'Brien, Patty O'Brien, Pat, Patty. Pat, what was his name? Pat, Pat Patrick O'Brien, uh, of formerly of Cannibal Corpse, who will be again one day, I'm sure. And you know, he, he ran into some Florida trouble with guns and skulls and flames. That's fine. I think Eric Rutan's in there. Uh, yeah, Eric Rutan, you know, he and he's, you know, he's your good stand-up guy, you know, very, you know, very stable stand-up guy there. Um, but you know, but he did Florida things and and I and and, and I got all kinds of sh- and I still get comments saying that like I'm against um Pat Patrick O'Brien. Like uh like a, that I, you know, that I, that I'm saying he belongs in jail. I never said that. I, 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 I was like, that's Florida. That's, that, let him free. We wish him well. Yeah. I want, he's, he's cured now. He's out. And, and I've never, I, you know, I thought it was funny that these things happen in Florida and it's fine because it's in Florida. You could have skulls and flamethrowers and guns and you can knock old ladies to the ground when I, they I get saw, in your way. I saw a meme. I don't know if it's a meme where you, you Google your birthday in Florida, man, uh, and you see what comes up. Okay. And I that's should, a fun activity. That's fun. Okay, but you I, want to do that right now? Yeah, um, yeah. Can we? Um, okay, so yeah, well, let's. I'll go, do it. Going on, go yeah. Let's find out. Stand by. We're gonna we're gonna find out what uh, Florida man. We're gonna do Maledictus's birthday Mal- first. Yes. Don't say. Don't say my. Do you have to say my birthday? The, the no. Identity. It fakes. might come up. Okay, that's fine. Oh, okay, the New York Times article: Florida man's arrest in secrets case stirs disbelief. It's not that. All right, that's not. Yeah, it's not. You know. Super. That's not too interesting. We'll try my birthday. Okay, try yours. <laughs> whoa, whoa, this one's good. Better than mine. Florida man hit dad in face with pizza. Oh! After learning he helped deliver him. Ooh! That's Florida pizza, too. That must have been bad. Why would you be upset if you heard your dad helped deliver you? Uh, yeah, like that's like that one in Florida. That's not manly. Dad shouldn't do that. Hit in right? face with pizza. Dad should have been at a football game. Instead of helping deliver you as a baby, um, so we hit him with a Florida pizza. So like, it's not just a pizza. It was a well, the pizza probably wasn't worth eating, so that's fine there. But you know, you hit, you, know, you got to taste that thing in your face now. Um, so I recommend everyone try that at home. Google your birthday in Florida, man. Yeah, mine isn't good, but hers is great. Um, but yeah, you know, Glenn Benton's gonna edge lower down. Yeah, you know, speaking of, like, you know, Glenn Benton has has a thing about him where he orders people and, and they listen. So like, if, like if Glenn Benton came here and was like, "You give me a pizza now," I'd be like, "Okay." okay. I'd be like, "But like, give me a pizza now, you fucking asshole!" I'd be like, what, what kind of pizza do you want, Glenn? You know, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he has commanding. He has a commanding ability to him, and and. Eric, maybe the maybe the um the the, the Paulson brothers don't really have that. Maybe he's a little jealousy. I don't know, but this is Florida politics, and these are Florida men, and, and we love it. And I, and I'm not making fun of ever, anyone. And and, and we're and, just reading the words that they wrote. Yeah, they wrote these. <laughs> I'm just commenting on on the f- drama. Maybe All right. Some of you people out there take Florida very seriously. You think Florida's real. Um, it's not, it's, I guess it is real to you, but it's not real to me. I don't live there. It's, it's a comic book to me. All right. You know, I'm sorry to sound like a coastal elite to you, but I don't mean to sound like that. I just, it's funny. Okay. This is funny when people come out with flamethrowers and knock old ladies to the ground and have skulls and this guy threatens a hairpiece. I, I don't know what to do. No other bands do this really. 
you know, no other, they don't, they're not doing that in San Francisco thrash, are they? No, they're, they're not. They're not, they're not even doing this in Norway with black metal. They're not, they're just not doing it. So, okay. That's the news for today, folks. Is there anything else? Nope. There's nothing else for today. That was the news. You haven't gotten the news in a while. So there it is. All right. Um, so yeah, once again, follow us on social media. We have the, 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 the Twitter with Samantha. Listen to it. Watch it. Here Lies Metal. Here Lies Metal. And there's constantly things going on in there. Instagram. Check us out on Instagram. I'm Metal Lies here. And um, yeah, check us out on our Facebook. Our Facebook page. Just things on there. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for more news episodes and uh, more review episodes. There'll definitely be more review episodes. And coming up is our cover review for different kinds of covers. I, you know, we like to talk about artwork. So yes, folks, that's the news for today, folks. And... Um, Good night. And uh yeah, so yeah. Some something something. Thank you for watching. Something. Oops. Um, hold on. Hey, OBS give me a problem here. I haven't used this thing in a while because it's a crap program. So yeah, folks, thank you for watching. We'll see you with more news when more news happens and you have more downvotes, more imaginary downvotes for me because I can't see them, but I can Go ahead and downvote anyway. I know you do it anyway. I know I know they're there. <laughs> thank you folks. We'll see you again.